Hydroxy's back and better than ever. Cuomo says, they died. What are you going to do? And who is getting a Nobel Peace Prize? Find out. Eric's America. You have come to the right place. Hope you love America. Hope you're tired of the same thing all day, every day. Bringing you a different point of view. Bringing you the right point of view. From an everyday American. Recorded all over. No agenda, just America. Hello, 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 and welcome to Eric's America. It has been quite insane, um, of course. It just, it doesn't stop. It really doesn't. And, uh, I mean, I guess that's a good thing. Keeps uh, people like me very, very busy. As if I'm not busy enough. I'm not implying that I'm extremely busy right now. But anyway, um, <clears throat> yeah, so... Uh, Interesting uh, about hydroxy is back in the news. And strangely enough, um, completely new facts have come out. And uh, you'd be surprised at who is promoting this and what they're saying. So apparently in the American Journal of Medicine, which apparently is very well respected, uh, just did a study came out this week that said uh, they studied hydroxy chloroquine and um Apparently, it has a huge impact on mortality, especially if given early. Now, this isn't anything new for the people that listen to shows like this. Uh, we've been hearing this for, I don't know, a year. And uh, we were told that it was just killing people. It's poison. I mean, it's tantamount to just handing people rat poison and say, here, take home, just take this. And uh, if you really thought that any of these people cared about you or your life or, you know, your family or their lives, um, you were sadly mistaken because now they're coming out and saying, well, it's great for mortality and Facebook and Fauci, all these people. Uh, now hydroxy's fine. It's good. We should, we should really try this. In fact, the word is that since now we are at uh, 440,000 uh, people have died from this. Uh, believe the word was well, we could have saved a lot of these people if we would have just let people take hydroxychloroquine. No one's talking about it. No one. No one. It's not on CNN. It's not on MSNBC. It's not on ABC, CBS, NBC. None of these people are like, wow, these people are really horrible. No one's saying shit. No one's saying a word. They're like, oh, okay, we should take hydroxy. Oh, okay, we'll take hydroxy now. Oh, and it's not just hypocrisy. Hypocrisy is bad enough. Okay. It's bad enough. But uh, this is something much, much more evil, sinister, and just blatant. I mean, they killed people just to get power, which shouldn't surprise anybody. I mean, that is a common human response. Uh, over time has been people that are power hungry don't really care who has to die for them to get power so I guess we shouldn't be that surprised by it but again and again we are then shocked by it and uh, it is very interesting although um, apparently 
around the country, um, there are some interesting uh, things going on. Apparently now, we're not even talking about uh, COVID that much anymore. I mean, just arbitrarily doing things, it seems quite odd. I mean, it wasn't that long ago that no one could open anything because everybody was going to die. Now there's a lot of people apparently dying and everything's opening up. So, again, if you really thought it had anything to do with science, well, you were wrong. Uh, science has left the building. Science has completely left the building. You know, I don't know. I think I have mentioned it before that uh, one of my favorite shows of all time, uh, favorite shows of all time is probably The X-Files. I mean, it's pretty sad. I'm a I'm an X-Files nerd. I can usually name the actual name of the episode, which most people don't know. They're like, yeah, it's the episode where this happens, that happens. Sadly enough, I've watched it enough and everything. I know the names of the episodes. So, uh, which for people that are X-Files fanatics, it's not that weird. But, you know, for, <laughs> for the general population, it probably is. But, uh, you know, and it was great. And... What people found creepy about it was they're like, man, you know, it's it's written in a way that it probably it seems like it's kind of possible or it's kind of could happen. The weird part is now I started going back and uh, watching some episodes the other day and now it's even worse. Now it's not even like I could see that happening. You're sitting there going, yeah, that's totally fine. Yeah, I'm sure that happened. Uh, and you always notice what's weird with it is it's always like, it's not the people at the very top. It's always like, oh, there's this dark force inside the government that, uh, no one's accountable to. And they always mention the state department, which weird how that works, because it seems like that's kind of true. Hmm. Um, a lot of things have happened with our state department and, they so they seem to have a lot more power than anybody else, which is odd because they're not elected. That's that's odd. That's weird. But uh, some of the things, you know, it gets out there. Of course, it's a TV show. It gets way out there and talks about, well, you know, we control this, this, this. Now I'm starting to go, yeah, it's not that far off. That's that's not that weird. That's probably not strange at all. In fact, most of that's probably happened. Um, now knowing now what we know now and how things work and, uh, especially weird government agencies like the state department or, you know, the alphabet agencies, um, totally could happen. Totally probably is happening. In fact, uh, we may be looking at the X-Files as a documentary soon, uh, not as a TV show. And that is creepy. It is creepy. Uh, it was just blew my mind because I was uh, coming home from work. And I'm like, man, I haven't watched it in a long time. Uh, I mean, it's bad enough. I still have the truth is out there poster right on my wall by the bed because, I mean, I'm a huge, huge fan. And I'm like, hey, you know what? I'm going to flip some episodes on. I start watching. I'm like, this is weird. This is more like a documentary now. This isn't like crazy TV anymore. Um, there is a deep state. What are you talking about? Um, so that was interesting. But uh, just to tie it all together, uh, apparently Joy Reid, who uh, I don't know what is up. There's a lot of people named Joy that are just not joyful people. They're not even happy. They're not even close to happy. And they're definitely not spreading joy. But uh, now uh, we can't talk about COVID anymore. You know, we just really can't. Um, it's a moot point now because what good does it do? I mean, it's not going to win them an election now, and it's definitely not going to give them extra power 
uh, it just makes them look bad. So we can't talk about it very much. Uh, we're not going to talk about it except uh, to tell you to put on 14 masks and suffocate yourself to death. Other than that, we're just going to leave the, that part alone. Now we're back on climate. If you weren't sick to death of the climate, and by the way, uh, I hope New York City's enjoying that uh, crazy global warming um, the last couple of days. I believe they get, what, two feet of snow and uh, nothing's moving. Yeah, uh, that global warming's a bitch. You got to watch out for that. Um, you know, it's warmed up so much that it never snows. Oh, wait a second. Uh, it does. Uh, now, global warming is call it, causing all these storms, which seems weird because, I don't know. It's hard to wrap your mind around it. It's hard when you're telling that big of a lie, when you're telling that big of an untruth, it gets really hard. You have to tap dance and it makes you look stupid because, well, obviously it's untrue. So, and I'm saying it's untrue in the fact of could there be some slight warming? Um, and I've talked about this many times. Yeah. I mean, it's happened throughout history. It warms, it cools, it warms, it cools. Not a lot you're going to do about it. Uh, bankrupting and devastating the population of the world. Not going to help. Um, just going to have a lot, a lot of people that are a lot poorer. A lot of people who have made a ass ton of money that now have a lot more power. But the weather and the climate, you're not going to change it. So, anyway... Uh, Joy Reid, though, she has an interesting take that I think we should think about. Um, and this is this is what happens. This is what happens when you absolutely have no way to actually talk about anything that means anything. You get insane shit like this. Hey, President Joe Biden signed multiple actions as part of his plan to combat climate change, a plan that he pitched Eisenhower or FDR style, try, tying mm. it directly to the goal of creating new jobs. The actions include elevating climate change to a national security priority, oh, suspending new leases for natural gas and oil development on Good. federal lands and water, yeah. and directing the government to rely on science. Think about that in their decision Think making. Think about that. It's a 180-degree turn from the science-denying previous administration, oh, which rolled back sakes. more than 100 environmental That's protections, directly disgusting. damaging the planet. And joining me now is Gina McCarthy, yeah, White House National Climate Advisor and former EPA directly. Administrator. Congratulations on your new job. Unreal. It's very important for the planet. You know, I always feel like if aliens ever really exist and they come and attack us, it's going to be because we destroyed the planet. That'll be. Yeah. Um, aliens are going to attack us because we're destroying the planet. Um, wait a minute. Why the fuck would aliens care? I mean, I always figured if aliens wanted to destroy us, it was because they wanted to take over the planet or we were trying to destroy them. Um, if they don't live on this planet, why the hell would they care? They could just go back home. I guess common sense doesn't really, you know, it does not run rampant through the, uh, halls and, uh, studios of mainstream me media, um, uh, Brains and common sense do not abound if you uh, follow that. Uh, it is. The aliens are going to come and they're going to destroy us because we didn't build enough windmills. That's what it is. That's what it is. Um, actually, I think they're going to come destroy us because we're going to build too many solar panels and we're going to steal their sun. Wait a second. That doesn't work. Either. I don't know. Um, this is the stupidity uh, that you're going to get. 
and you have a lot of really, uh, and I'm sorry, you know, all these, so many people out there want to tap tiptoe around and, and placate and be like, well, you know, they mean, well, they want to do this. They, they're really smart people that just have the wrong idea. That's not true. It's just not true. You can be a really smart person and believe something that's wrong. Yes. But if you are a very smart person, you go, wait a second, this doesn't add up. And then you change. So what am I left to believe from people that believe insane, crazy bullshit? Either they're looking for total power. They're spineless and scared to stand up and somebody tell them that, you know, whatever label they want to put on them this week. Or they're just not smart. So you have your choice. Uh, most of them, I believe, are just too too spineless. Too spineless to stand up and say, you guys are full of it. You, you don't have, you have no idea what you're talking about. And uh, that's sad. That's sad because uh, throughout history, uh, very pioneering scientists were treated horribly and uh, sometimes in prison, sometimes killed. But you know what? They stood up for what they had, they believed and what they could prove at the time. And some of it has been found out to be wrong. Some of it's found, uh, you know, has changed the world and how we see it. And it's turned out to be exactly right. And they gave their lives for it. And you know what? We still remember them today. And they've been long dead for a long, long time. And so uh, maybe uh, maybe some people should start uh, thinking about those things. But uh, yes, we are uh, in a weird spot. Apparently, uh, with non-science, which this has been going on for quite a while now, the non-science, uh, science, uh, world, I, it's hard to deal with it. It is really hard when there are easily provable things that make them absolutely wrong. And some of the theories come out just are absolutely, we all know them to be wrong. We all know they don't make sense. And uh, this is what happens. This is what happens in totalitarian uh, regimes. It's, it's what happens. Every The whole populace knows that it's absolute crap. But you are beat over the head with it. You know, uh, I believe, uh, was it Tapper? Yeah, I believe it was Tapper. Jake Tapper came out and started talking about the uh, election fraud stuff is the big lie. And that kicks back to, uh, of course, kicks back to the Nazis, uh, which is, you know, so strange, so strange because, um, you know, you are promoting the fascists. So I'm not really sure. But again, they just tell on themselves over and over and over. Uh, they use uh, the words of the Nazi regime. Why? Because these people are fascists. How do I know? Because they act like fascists. You know. Conservatives don't want to shut anybody up. The only people that have ever in history that want to shut everybody up are, you know, totalitarians who know that their ideas are horrible and stupid. So therefore, they want to shut up anybody with common sense. Um, a lot like um, they did in Poland. You know, uh, they went through and 
tried to either imprison or kill all the uh, scientists and, and intellectuals and professors. They tried to uh, either imprison or kill all of them because they wanted no intelligentsia to be able to speak out intelligently against their ideas and propaganda. So therefore they just disappeared them all, you know, one way or another. And, uh, this is, this is where we're getting here. I mean, it's not to the level of killing people yet, yet, but, uh, it is definitely a, a way to try to remove them and discredit them because they don't want people listening to them. And if your ideas were so great and they were so airtight and easily uh, concrete through all your insanity, then you wouldn't need to do that. You could just be like, see, our ideas, we can prove that they're wrong. So, But if you can't do that, you have to shut them up. Anyway, a lot of insane things have gone on. Oh, uh, this is a good one. This is just a little side note. Um, people talk about Antifa and where it all comes from. And yes, there is a historical basis for this um the anti-fascists were the communists in germany who fought against the brown shirts and yes they were in black and fought the brown shirts and somehow that was a noble struggle um i don't know i mean have i ever seen a fight that i cared less who won i mean there's been many times that I've watched uh, different sporting events where I didn't like either team. Like, is there any way they could possibly both lose? Is there? A, is there? Is that in the cards? I mean, is that a possibility? Is there some way they can both lose? Uh, this was one of them. I mean, you want to talk about uh, the worst choices ever? I mean, if you're sitting in Germany and you're watching, oh, here comes the communists. Oh, here comes the fascists. Well, they're going to fight each other. And can they both lose? I mean, is there, is there a third option? Unfortunately, they really didn't have a great third option at that point. We do. We have a great third option. Uh, we're America, so we have a great third option. Um, but uh, one thing that's find very, very interesting was, of course, all of the Western world called uh, the Berlin Wall. You know, we called it the Berlin Wall. You know, that's what it was, the Berlin Wall split uh, Berlin in half. But uh, what was weird was uh, what the Russians called, what the communists called the Berlin Wall was officially the anti-fascist barrier, the Antifa barrier. Huh. Weird uh, how things uh, just work in a circle, huh? I mean, that's it's quite odd. It struck me uh, because I heard that the other day. And I'm like, what? what? Is that real? Is that, is that really what they call it? And so, look, I mean, yes, it is. It was the anti-fascist anti barrier. Those fascist Westerners. you got to watch out. So they like that freedom and all that bullshit. And capitalism. Which, again, capitalism, what the hell is going on? Uh, <laughs> very interesting uh, how this worked out. Uh, everybody has heard over and over and over about the um, the GameStop snafu, if you will, from last week. And, you know, it's it's a weird kind of thing. So do I, uh, am I a person that says, well, we shouldn't let uh, companies short on stocks or short on things? 
And that's not necessarily true. I don't necessarily believe that. Um, I don't remember. I don't know if you remember. There was a lot of people uh, in 08 who looked at the market and said, you know what? This housing thing is it's crap. It's full of crap and it's going to crash and I'm going to short it. I'm, I'm going to bet against it working because there's no way for it to work. And they were right. And some people made a lot of money off of saying that this is not right and I'm betting against it. That's fine. You took the risk. If you had been wrong, you would have lost your ass. The other side was the one that was wrong and they lost their ass. This is something that everyone in America can understand and get on board with and say, hey, you know what? This is this is a, a gambling. This is, You're gambling. And it doesn't matter. I mean, do you feel bad when a rich guy goes to a casino and says, I want to put $100,000 on black and it comes up red and you're like, oh, I lost $100,000. We don't, nobody says, oh man, the casino, they're evil. Everybody goes, well, you took a shot, you lost. Americans are strangely, more so than probably anywhere else in the world, okay with this. We understand there's risk and reward. That's how our system works. That's how it's always worked. And that's how things, um, that's how the world turns. Sometimes you gamble big and you win big. Sometimes you gamble big and you lose big. That's, that's just the, the nature of the beast. And, and we have decided that this is, uh, the way we like to, (laughs) we like this system. Everybody is okay with it. And we say, okay, yeah, I'm, I'm an adult. I, you know, have my own mind. And I say, this is my, yeah, I'm putting this out there and if it works great and if it doesn't, well, I'm, you know, I'm wrong. Very strange that now that's not okay. Apparently that's not how it works because apparently they want investigations into what happened. Which is odd because everybody knows what happened. Everybody knows exactly what happened. Some people got wind some day traders, some people on Reddit who basically a lot of them took their stimulus checks and said, hey, you know what? I can't go out. I can't do I can't do my normal thing. I can't go uh, to the local, uh, you know, watering hole or I can't go uh, to a concert. All this stuff is shut down. I'm stuck at home and you guys just sent me some money. And you know what? This is my entertainment. Now, there's some people that literally looked at it as entertainment And they saw that for most of this year, ginormous companies have enriched themselves in just unbelievable amounts of wealth has been created from this pandemic. But only to a select group. Well, most people got really hurt. And of course, when that happens and you see that these same people that are getting enormously more wealthy from it are still promoting to keep sticking it to the little guy, well, then most people get pissed off about it and says, you know what, listen, we have a, we have a system and this is what makes the American system in all different facets great because what we believe And what we thought we were running was a system that even the little guy had a voice. Even the smallest minority would not get trampled on. 
And so some guys that, you know, range anywhere from maybe 500 to 2,500 bucks went in and saw that these people were shorting a store that they liked, that they grew up with. A business that they had a personal connection to, GameStop. Which I, I, I have a son who absolutely for years lived on video games, lived on them. And so trips to GameStop were <laughs> extremely frequent. And so I, and it meant a lot, you know, there's a lot of bonding over different things. It's just, you know, a lot of people have an affinity for that store. That's, I mean, they went there, they got their games, they got to trade things in. That's their buddy work there. There's a whole thing. So these guys saw Wall Street saying, eh, it's over. You know, that's not going to be sustainable. It's going away. Uh, we're just going to short the hell out of it and see if we can crash it, kill the business, and we're going to make a shit ton of money off of it and screw them. And so there's a lot of people that said, you know what, listen, we like it. We want to keep it because it means something to us. And we're sick of you making a shit ton of money off of other people's downfall. So they went the other way. <laughs> and they cost some big hedge funds a shit ton of money. Now, who would you think, and this is really, really telling, who would you think uh, would be all about this, right? I mean, you would think uh, the usual suspects would be so uh, inspired by this because that's what they talk about all the time. People like Bernie, people like Liz Warren. I mean, you would think they would be doing huzzas and handsprings talking about, see, the proletariat fighting back against the, the fascist, horrible capitalists. You see what they're doing. See, this is wonderful. This is what we want. We want the revolution. Oh, wait a minute. That's not, that's, that's not what they said. That's no. Liz, Liz, no, she's not about the revolution. She's not against capital. What? Oh, no, no, apparently no. This just in. Liz thinks uh, Robin Hood and uh, the people on Reddit should be investigated. Um, they're horrible, terrible people. Mm. Well, that seems weird. I thought she was all about fighting for the little guy. Um, huh. That's weird. Well, the mask is off now. Uh, all those people that we told you were absolutely full of shit and didn't believe a fucking word that came out of their mouth. <laughs> Guess what? You're, we're right. Uh, they didn't mean a damn word of it. Uh, they are in the pocket of all these hedge funds and companies the same way as apparently supposedly Trump was. Although I don't see anybody on the right coming out and going, huh, we should, you know, we should find out what's going on, why these companies are allowed to just push people out of business. Uh, no, that wasn't the call. The call from the left is actually to help the hedge funds. <laughs> really? Listen, they put on their big boy pants. They decided to screw uh, a stock for whatever reason. And the people said, no, we like it. And we, in this wonderful capitalistic system, we have a voice. It's called our dollars, and we can vote with them. And guess what? When we vote with our dollars, it means a hell of a lot more, apparently, than our actual voting at the poll. <laughs> so many people have decided, hey, I'm going to screw the big guy. 
we're going to give a big middle finger to Wall Street and say, hey, no, we like this store. We want to keep it. We want to keep this business. And yeah, it cost him a lot of money. And uh, the uh, Robin Hood, that's the big one now. Um, Robin Hood. You know, I saw the commercials. I saw them over and over again. And the problem is, if you go back and you see what company they're connected to, the hedge fund they're connected to, apparently the new treasury secretary, is that what it is? I believe so. I'll have to make sure before I say something wrong. Uh, Janet Yellen. Uh, she made uh, almost a million dollars from speaking fees at this uh, hedge fund. Well, that's weird. She must give a, well, that's one hell of a speech. You know, I wish I got paid like that. Boy, who would my life change? $810,000 to go talk for an hour. Hmm, man. Seems like uh, that must be one hell of a speech. I mean, you're talking about life-changing mountains moving earth shaking speech but anyway uh by the same hedge fund that uh you know associated with robin hood and then of course robin hood said well no we're going to just screw the little guy we can't have that happen we can't be having people we can't be having the regular people of america uh involved in uh free enterprise the hell you think this is america or something jeez Oh, these little people. Oh, that's what we mark. Did we market it for? The, uh, well, damn. Uh, but it's okay. It's okay. Because obviously, uh, once they shut down and wouldn't let people buy the stock and stop screwing the uh, Wall Street hedge funds. Uh, of course, everybody went on the internet to then trash Robinhood because, well, obviously they're full of shit. It's a big scam. It's a farce. And uh, people were pissed about it. And so they went on and, uh, of course, started uh, trashing them and trashing their rating and taking them down. And that couldn't happen either. Those pesky, pesky common people cannot, they are not allowed to have a voice. I have never, ever, ever seen this much coordination with companies and it's really weird because the only time in history that you've seen this kind of coordinated effort to beat down the the common man the the miscreant the the um the angry masses is usually in places like you know germany venezuela russia china you know vietnam uh, you know, Iraq, you know, the, these kind of uh, totalitarian, crazy regimes. Uh, it Not only does it not happen in America, it's just it usually comes from a totalitarian government. And so now we have Google going on and saying, well, we'll help. I mean, we can't let you get trashed. I, we'll go ahead and fix it. So they went in and arbitrarily started, you know, screwing over all the people that were, you know, trashing Robin Hood, giving them one star or no stars. And they just magically, all of a sudden, all these five-star reviews. Oh, it's still a five-star company. Everybody loves Look at all these wonderful glowing reviews. All these people love it. Those people don't exist or they work at Google. And you wonder, you wonder what happened, what's happening. You wonder what happened with the, I mean, if you had any question 
if there was a doubt left in anyone's mind that the election was tampered with, all you needed to see was last week. All you needed to see was that. You know the power and clout that they have and the collusion they have with companies to make it seem real. And they can literally manipulate anything. And you want to come tell me that no one did anything wrong for an election where the masses and the people wanted something different than big business. And we're going to talk about why big business. Well, that seems weird. Why would they want this kind of system? Well, it's pretty obvious because it's a not a free enterprise. It's not a market system at all. What they want is an oligarchy, of course, because for people like Bezos and Zuckerberg and Gates and uh, just the plethora of Jack Dorsey, these people want to control. And through making an alliance like this, they will have ultimate control. They get to play God. And you, well, just don't get in their way and you'll be fine. Just go watch TikTok for, you know, the rest of the afternoon. Make them some more money and leave them alone. And they won't bother you. But please, whatever you do, don't step out of line because they will crush you. They will most assuredly crush you. Be back in just a minute. Wanted to take a quick minute and tell everybody to please check out the Facebook at Eric's America Pod or to send me any message you'd like. Send me a note. Let me know what's going on. You can do it there or you can do it at Eric's America Pod at Gmail. Eric's America Pod or at Eric's America Pod. Check us out. Like it. Rate, review. Do all those wonderful things and it will help increase the viewership, listenership, whatever. It will help out very much. And now we're going to get back to the show. And we're back. Um, something interesting that I wanted to talk about real quick was, uh, you know, this whole uh, the masking thing is back. And, of course, it never really went away. But now it's two masks, one mask, and then, you know, it's just back and forth, back and forth. Um, there's actually a uh, great... Uh, doctor here. Uh, he's at the Herman Medical uh, the hospital in Houston. Uh, here's his take on the mask and uh, what, what the deal is. Works. These don't work against viruses. Regular masks don't work. That's simply Wait, what? what it is. It's been shown many times. It's not I'm sorry, it's nothing what? to do with COVID. COVID doesn't <laughs> even factor into the equation because for years we've been looking at these issues. So they have these spacesuits. They're called PAPRs. They're incredibly effective. Uh, they filter viruses down to, I think, the point, point oh 0.01 or something like that. Basically, we have materials like N99, N100, but N, N95 uh, blocks, let's say, um, 5%, only 5% of airborne particles can get through. But all viruses can get through, period. All viruses can get through. Now, do they hmm. get through? No, it's just like a chain link fence. If you, if you throw sand in a chain link fence, not all the sand gets through. So I think mm-hmm. the best example I can say is hmm. like, the, per, the reason we wear a mask and the reason I wear a mask, because the fear 
is so massive in this country. Mm-hmm. I wear a mask so people don't think I don't care about them. Okay. Well, that's interesting. Uh, he wears a mask so people think he, you know, doesn't think that he doesn't care about them. Um, I guess if that's the attitude you take, I mean, I personally have to wear one uh, for work, which is horrible uh, because there is some physical activity involved and uh, eight hours with it on is a little rough. Um, You know, but if I want to stay employed, I have to wear it and that sucks. And I hope how soon it changes, but it's the idea that these masks and, you know, that's what makes it even more stupid to be like, hey, let's put on two. Well, how about four? Well, how about the whole box? I guess the more layers of chain link fence you put around your house, the less things, less sand can get through it. But I mean, it's just very obvious. I mean, this is something that people have known for a long, long time. I mean, we knew this because they even made stupid, crazy movies about it. Like, oh, it's an outbreak. It's a virus. Well, if it's a virus, well, the only way to be safe is to wear a hazmat suit. And I mean, it's been on more TV shows and movies and everything else for years that they talk about it over and over and over that, you know, hey, you know, just wearing a surgical mask. Well, that's not going to do anything. The only way to protect against the virus is to have a, you know, hazmat suit on or, a, you know, a, you know, a space suit, basically. Uh, we knew this as a populace. We already knew this. It was already in our mind that we knew this. We've been told this. And suddenly everybody's brain fell out this year and said, oh, no, no. Uh, my T-shirt stops uh, viruses just fine. I uh, cut some holes in it for my ears, wrapped it around my face, and uh, boy, that's sure going to stop those viruses, which we all knew was bullshit, you know. It, it just goes to more, it just goes to reinforce more and more and more that these people are just so incompetent. They're completely incompetent. And when you blame things, this is the one thing that really gets to me. When you blame things on the top, you're really not getting anywhere close to reality. Now, yes, are there stupid things that people at the very top of you know the government do? Yes, there are. But as I started out this episode, the people that are really making these things happen are usually things like the State Department or the health agencies or, you know, the CDC and all these little government agencies that suddenly we find out that even after we were told for years, boy, these these things are kind of dangerous. They have a lot more power than even the president. And everybody's like, yeah, sure. Yeah, yeah, sure. Whatever. You're finding out more and more they do. And it truly is terrifying. And what some people would consider, you know, for years and years, laugh at you and say, oh, you just you you need to get your tinfoil hat on. I mean, it's a conspiracy. And you find out, really, it's not. I mean, a lot of it's just incompetency. A lot of it is people going, well, there's, you know, they get together in a room and say, well, there's a virus coming. What can we do? Well, we can't build hazmat suits for 330 million Americans. Uh, There's really no way for us to do anything, but we need to project that we're doing something. So what are we going to do? We're going to tell them to put the T-shirt around their head, and that's going to save them. And then there's the nefarious side of that that goes, wait a second, you think we can get them to wear two T-shirts over their face? Let's see if that works. 
Let's see. Let's watch and see if that happens. So you have people on one side who are basically con- considering it a giant social experiment to find out how far they can push the people so they know how much power they can take. And on the other side, you have people going, well, really, there's nothing we can do. We're just trying to make people feel better. Neither one are helpful. Neither one are good. And the problem is everyone in the middle who is using common sense and going, this is stupid. This is all stupid. Well, you just got to shut them up and kick them off the air, kick them off, of, you know, deperson them, bury them in a closet because they're speaking common sense. We can't have that. We need our social experiment on this side and we need our people on this side to feel uh, to reassure the people so they can get put in power or stay in power. It's. It's a sick, twisted, it's a sick, twisted plot that you would only expect from a bad movie. And I had come up with a new, um, a new idea about a lot of this. People talk about, well, there's this, uh, you know, how did we get here? How did we get here? I believe that one of the reasons that we have got to this point in America with so many things is bad TV shows. And I know I'm stealing a line from, uh, I'm stealing <laughs> kind of a thought thread or whatever from uh, Boondock Saints uh, when uh, he comes out and he goes, you know what the answer to this is? Bad television is the answer for this. This shit doesn't happen in real life. This only happens in bad TV shows. And I think that's where we've gotten to. I think you could honestly take that line and take it to uh, what is going on, whether it's with the stupid impeachment, if it's uh, with AOC saying that people are trying to kill her because they're like, hey, uh, we agree with you on this one. But I don't agree with you on any other point, but this one, I think you got right. Let's work together and do something. And she runs going, yeah, they tried to kill me. It's You see all this crazy shit. And normally, you would think, well, that doesn't happen in real life. It only happens on a bad TV show. Wait a minute. I know what the answer for this is. Bad television is the answer for this. Um, it it really is. And I found that hilarious because a lot of these things, you think about the insanity of the two and three masks and, you know, literally bringing on doc air quote doctors to talk on uh, TV going, well, you know, what? you know, if one mask does good. Uh, four would be a lot better. I mean, until they suffocate uh, while driving down the road and crash their car and die Um, or any other or the fact that, wait a second, um, these masks don't stop any viruses. Oh, wait a second. We forgot about that. Literally, you see these kind of things going on and the insanity that's going on. And the only explanation I have is bad TV writers. That's that's what's going on. I think that the. uh the merger of Hollywood, Silicon Valley, and the Democrat Party has now got to the point that you just have crappy TV writers writing all this. And so when it seems like bad television, quote, is the answer to this, you may not be far off. You may be quite right on that. It seems like it because it's the only place you would find ridiculousness and the overdramatics. I mean, it, uh, it kills me. And just to prove, just to prove the, the thought even further, this week, 
a very interesting group got nominated for a Nobel Peace Prize. Now, normally you think a Nobel Peace Prize, uh, you think someone who has, uh, you know, maybe invented something that has really helped humanity, whether it be a vaccine or maybe a new technology that's really helping people. Other people that would win a Nobel Peace Prize. I don't know. People that uh, um, maybe solve big problems, maybe bring people together to peace, uh, bring peace to an otherwise volatile situation. Uh, what are the one thing that you never think of when you think of a Nobel Peace Prize? The one thing I never think of is maybe a group that leads large riots, looting, burning, and killing. That's usually, I mean, they didn't come out and say, you know what, you know who really should get a Nobel Peace Prize? That Hitler guy. Boy, did he change the world. I mean, that guy would make a great candidate for a Nobel Peace Prize. And eh, nah, maybe not him. Uh, what about Pol Pot? I mean, he had the killing fields. But boy, he really made a difference. You know what I mean? That's usually not who uh, you think of. And you usually don't think of anarchist groups, uh, revolutionary groups. Um, like I said, uh, rioting, looting, burning, killing. That's usually not high on the list of qualifications for a Nobel Peace Prize. But again, we are on our bad TV script. So who gets nominated for a Nobel Peace Prize? BLM. There you go, people. There you go. Black Lives Matter. Uh, the trained Marxists uh, who led uh, the country into a uh, dark summer of rioting, looting, and burning over absolute large lies about how apparently uh, cops were just randomly driving down the street and popping off uh, black people in America, which is absolutely a lie. Um, and if you actually read their goals, has nothing to do with helping actual black people uh, that may encounter police officers. Hmm. Uh, their goals are widely stated. Uh, they have admitted that they are Marxists. They want to tear down America. Uh, they love burning the flag. Uh, they don't believe in freedom. They don't believe in equality. Uh, they believe in a thing called equity, which is the opposite. It is a mirror word because it means the mere opposite of equality and uh, they want to destroy the American family and they want to tear down our entire civilization and way of life. They sound like the perfect people to be nominated because they've done so many great things. Look what they've done. I heard somebody the other day talk about what a great uh, cause it is. I just don't know where we find these people, where you find them is completely misinformed and un educated on the matter that's where you find these people uh but apparently this happened in the netherlands somewhere um they were um, norway that's what it was norway um one of the officials from norway said that blm needed a nobel peace prize well i can beg to differ and i'm sure there's a whole lot of people in places like kenosha and uh let's say most of the major cities in america uh definitely minneapolis that will uh highly disagree with you that they deserve a peace prize of any fucking kind, you moron. Um, but hey, you know what? It's just a TV script. It's a really bad one, and uh, we're living it. And, you know, good luck. Absolutely good luck, because you're going to need it. You're really, really going to need the good luck. Oh, what else is going on? Well, the press uh, secretary still is not getting any, any better. I think there's a lot of memes going on with Jen Saki, I believe. Uh, I want to pronounce that. It has a silent P. 
apparently. Still, you know what? Born and raised in America. Passed all my English classes. Not a great speller. I'll admit, not a great speller. Feel that I have a pretty good grasp on the English language. I still hate silent letters, by the way. Uh, they make no sense to me. I think we should get rid of them if they don't. They do not have a sound, but that's me. I'm an arbitrary person that does not like silent letters. It's okay. It's just a personal pet peeve. Don't put the letter there if it doesn't mean anything. Anyway, um, moving on. Jen Saki, uh, she's still terrible. I'm not sure she's answered a question yet. It has been a couple weeks. Uh, she has been press secretary for a couple weeks. Maybe. Maybe by the end of February, she will have asked, answered a question. But for right now, she's circling back. Uh, she'll circle back to that. I believe it was yesterday um, or day before. can't remember what it was. Okay. Within the last three or four days, uh, they asked her a question that she had already told them they had circled back to. So they asked her the question again, and she goes, well, I talked to my people and uh, right before it came out. And she's just sitting there for <laughs> five minutes digging through a book full of answers and she still hasn't found the answer maybe 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 in a couple more weeks uh she can circle back to some of these circling back questions and maybe answer some of them but i have a feeling she's just going to be circling for a long time because who the hell is getting an answer out of joe biden no one no one's getting an answer out of joe biden i mean what are you going to get from joe biden i have it's a crapshoot you know, I mean, you may walk in there, you may just yell racist epithets at you. I have no clue. I mean, the man is very, very, uh, very mentally uh, challenged at this point. So we have no idea what could be going on. Some other interesting things that went on last week. Um, oh, the uh, interpretive dance. If you haven't seen this, you have to go on and check this out. The uh, teachers from Chicago who are refusing to go back to work because it's just too dangerous. I mean, teaching kids? I mean, that whole thing that we get paid for? God, no. We can't do that. It's dangerous. And so to get their point across, instead of, you know, just going back to work like the rest of America has had to, they decided to make a wonderful interpretive dance routine uh, that is not only disturbing and horrible, but just ridiculous i mean what the hell are you doing how far down how far down the brain trust are we going to find teachers to teach our children that they are all doing interpretive dances to tell you how dangerous how dangerous it is for them to go back to work when it's already proven scientifically that they are at little to no danger whatsoever. In fact, I'm sure most of them have went to the store to buy groceries. I take this because they're still alive. And I'm pretty sure they've went somewhere to buy those terrible matching black dresses, uh, which means, damn, they've already taken a larger risk than going back to work and doing their job. Imagine that. I mean, they still want to get paid. <laughs> Come on, you can't not pay them. I mean, but if you want them to work, you know. Uh, there is a very long, in fact, there's a very interesting uh, thing that I'm about to in, indulge in about how uh, how much damage 
uh, unions have done to America. It is very interesting, and uh, it's uh, something we will cover soon. Uh, I just saw the uh, the advertisement uh, about somebody doing this, and it's it's it needs to be done. Uh, why unions have what kind of damage they have done, and there are some a few cases, and I will admit there are a few cases where uh, unions did do some very good things. Some in my home state uh, with the coal mining coal mining industry, but usually. At the end of the day, it usually is a lot more detrimental than a good. And it's very, I'm glad somebody's finally, finally doing that. Uh, some other interesting things. Uh, apparently, there was a plan scrapped after backlash because Biden had a plan put together to vaccinate KSM and 40 other terrorists um, before average Americans. It was scrapped after people got mad. Now, I can't imagine, I can't imagine why anyone would get upset that Khalid Sheikh Mohammed, the mastermind of 9-11 and 40 other co-conspirators, uh, getting the vaccine ahead of Americans would bother anybody. I mean, come on. These are the stories you're going to have to get used to again. You're going to have four years of it. We had eight years of Obama doing this same dumb shit. And this is what created a huge mass of the American people that said, listen, these people are so out of touch and they have nothing to do with America. What the hell are they doing in office? And we're back. And of course, all the same people are back. So, of course, we're back to these same stupid policies. So I guess we should not be that um, that surprised because, I mean, you brought the same people back. Why, why would you expect a different result? Uh, that would be insanity. Ah, and Cuomo, Cuomo, you know, he is awful. He really is awful. And, uh, he just, it's really strange. He just finds some way to just become more and more stupid. I mean, we all knew, well, at least people, people like listen to this sort of show would know what happened. The executive orders, the uh, killing nursing home patients, all that, uh, was bad enough. And then taking a victory lap and telling the world what a great job I did when you did the worst job ever. And on top of it, you will, I mean, you knowingly killed a bunch of people by putting, you know, COVID positive people in nursing homes where people are the most vulnerable. Um, and then covering it up. And everybody knew he was covering up the numbers. Everybody knew that that's what was going on, that he was covering the numbers. It wasn't telling the real numbers because it made him look really bad. And, he, you know, he had the book and he's, you know, getting, uh, you know, awards for his wonderful, amazing press conferences, which were just hard to take. It sounds like, you know, some guy off the street in New York all the time. He's just, oh, that accent. I mean, it's terrible. It's terrible. They make fun of people from the South. Have they ever listened to themselves? I mean, I, I don't get it. It's Cuomo, you know, over there. Are you listening over there? And they want to make fun of people from the South? Really? Are you kidding me? Good God. But anyway, uh, he was had some very interesting things to say uh, when people were starting to catch him, uh, you know, catch him in all these lies about the numbers. Of all deaths in this nation are from nursing homes. New York State, we're only about 28% only. 
but we're below the national average in number of deaths in nursing homes. Yeah, because you underreported. But who cares? 33, 28, died in a hospital, died in a nursing home. They died. Oh. And mm -hmm. I dealt yeah. with the loss of my father. The pain is so incredible uh, and inexplicable. And why? And why? And why? The fuck are you talking about? Uh, it's a tragedy. Okay. Um, I don't know if you made any sense of that because it made no sense. Again, the, the writers should do a little bit better. Uh, he said, man, you know, I mean, they died. You know, I mean, it's either one number or the other. I mean, they died. Who cares where they died? They died, you know, over there. They died over here, over there. And Cuomo. I don't get it. Uh, first of all, how do um, anybody uh, get called a moron? And that guy doesn't get called a moron. He sounds like a moron. And then he goes on to say, well, I dealt with my dad's death. Okay. Um, did he die of COVID in a nursing home? Because the governor wrote a executive order putting COVID positive people and next door to him and gave him, uh, you know, gave a sick old person COVID and killed them. Oh no, no. He died five years ago. Oh, what the hell are you talking about? What are you trying to be a badass? I mean, I dealt with my dad dying. I mean, who cares? Your family died over there. It's, oh my God. These people are so terrible. I mean, if that doesn't sound like a dictator, I don't know what does. I, that is the epitome of not only stupidity, but of a tyrant going, man, hey, your people died. I mean, who cares? I mean, who cares what the number is? They died. Let's move on. Let's talk about how cool I am. Well, we don't want to hear about your, your problem. I mean, who gives a shit? <sighs> Those are the people. And, and, you know, of course he has the luxury of acting that way because, of course, Hollywood fell all over him and uh, gave him a freaking, uh, what they give him, an Emmy? Yeah, I think they gave him an Emmy. This guy, an Emmy. I mean, he's not playing a character of a governor from New York. He's actually the governor that sounds that stupid. And they still gave him an Emmy. I mean, I might give somebody an Emmy that portrayed that and did a really good job because they're doing a really good acting job. You know, take a guy from, you know, maybe, I don't know, Texas, and he gets that accent right. And he does uh, a really good job and acts that stupid and be like, yeah, we could give him an Emmy. He did a good job. He worked hard. He, he, he got the voice. He got the whole thing. Uh, no, they gave him an Emmy for his, oh, just riveting, riveting press conferences. Like I said, it's a bad script. And unfortunately, we are in the middle of it. It is, oh. Man, it is funny. I, it is, it is, I guess, somewhat heartening because you can sit back and go, listen, there's uh, five years from now, 10 years from now, people are going to look back and say, the hell was wrong with these people? And nobody could actually believe that, right? This is stupid. But for now, we are stuck in the middle. And as they say, in the fog of war, you can't see clearly. So, Maybe that's what's going on. Maybe most of America is uh, not really buying the uh, the script because it is pretty terrible. Uh, if it was a show you liked, you would have uh, canceled it by now. Uh, speaking of which, talking about 
absolute hypocrisy and stupidity. I don't know. I saw this commercial the other day and it just struck me. It just really punched me in the face because I'm like, wow. There are so many hypocrites and stupid people it hurts. So I, I don't know if you've seen, I'm sure you have watched a show or watched streamed something or whatever. And you've got the, uh, I think it was the, uh, something 20 oceans, ocean, something, uh, the people that on and on and on about how you can buy their bracelet or their necklace. And that gives money to clean the plastic out of the ocean. So they have a new commercial, new commercial about how now masks are a problem. And I thought, well, you know, probably, and I actually thought it was headed in the right direction. When I first saw the commercial come on, I go, hey, you know what? These guys are right. Let's listen to these guys. You know, usually you get the way crazies on this whole thing that says there's, uh, you know, there's a uh, floating thing of plastic in the ocean the size of Texas. No, there's not. Come on. But anyway, um, I thought maybe this would be a great way. Here's a great way to get the whole mask thing stopped because here's going to be a company they listen to and respect that is trying to save the planet, air quotes, because... None of these are usually there to save the planet. They're there to enrich themselves. Spoiler alert. But anyway, uh, I thought maybe, you know, they're going to come up and say, hey, listen, we got to do something about these masks. Uh, people are throwing them everywhere. They're they're polluting. They're going to get in the ocean and all that. So I thought, well, that's where we're going. And you know what? This is one time I can probably get on board and say, you know what? Let's get rid of the masks. Not only are they stupid and ineffectual and just a uh, prop, but... Uh, yeah, I'm sick of seeing them because if you've been out in the last six months, you see them everywhere. They're on the ground. It's a bunch of litter and pieces of shit everywhere with the fucking masks. But no, you know what this great company is doing? They're like, you know what? The mask is a thing and you know, we should not throw them on the ground, but, uh, that's not what we're worried about right now. What we've decided to do is all this, uh, plastic we've dug out of the ocean because plastic in the ocean is terrible. We've decided to turn it into little plastic things you can hook to your mask and keep it away from your face. And I'm sitting there like, did you just say you're making plastic to go on masks that people are then going to throw on the ground? And strangely enough, look like those crazy, uh, has, it looks like a little gate kind of thing. It's it's really weird. Sort of looks like, uh, looks like it could be, uh, I'm thinking turtles might get it around their head. Yes, if you thought it couldn't get any dumber. The company that wants to clean the plastic out of the ocean is now making for-profit mask guards out of plastic. Where are they going to end up? On the ground. (laughs) It's a bad script and we're all living it. That is for sure. And finally, on my last... My last rant for this show. I uh, I don't know if I have mentioned. I'm sure I have. I am a avid listener to podcasts. And I have a wide variety of interest from uh, political ones to uh, very caught up. I mean, as many, many, many thousands and tens of thousands, millions of Americans are in like the true crime uh podcast thing which is what really launched podcast into the next stratosphere was the true crime side of podcasting and uh, so I do there's a lot of uh, different ones I listen to and for all those that are listening right now yes I feel your pain if you're wanting to listen to something like that it is agonizing 
because most of the people, yes, I will admit most of the people that do the podcasting thing, especially at that level and especially on these things are leftists. They are. But what I've noticed, and this is something that really, really, I'm waiting for the epiphany and I have itchy fingers just like start sending out emails to some of these. Uh, I hear them talking about, you know, like the wrongful convictions or, uh, you know, this or that. And they're wondering why they're not making headway. And I want to just send them a whole thing and say, first of all, if you truly believe that the systems you're talking about are, are bad or need reformed, well, you're on the wrong side of that. These are the people that are completely misinformed. They're spouting all this leftist bullshit. And they don't see that they literally are supporting the people that are going to keep it in place. I mean, they're supporting a guy who wrote a lot of the crime bill that they rail against. I mean, you want to talk about useful idiots, very useful idiots and hear them support groups and, and, and all these things on their show. You know, they make a comment about this and make a comment about that and, you know, throw a side jab at people on the right and they have no clue that they are completely on the wrong side. And all they will do is spin their wheels because they are absolutely on the wrong side of things. And I hope that one or several of them will listen to this and really realize you're just on the wrong team. You don't understand. There are millions of Americans that will fight and work hard to correct injustices because if you're on the right, you believe in the sanctity of our system and that it should work right. And if anything, if any group of people know what it's like to be lied to, be sold a narrative, and all the different things they go on and on about with these cases, it's everyone that is on the right in America. And you couldn't find a bigger champion for all that than Donald Trump because, hell, he was railroaded. They're still trying to railroad him. It is agonizing to listen. And I know most of them say, well, you know, we're just trying to go, you know, get along, go along to get along, whatever. You know, we don't want our sponsors to go away. And I'd love to have great big sponsors. That would be wonderful. Change my life. But if it doesn't happen, it doesn't happen. I'm still fighting the fight that I believe in for a system I believe in, for a country I believe in, and for rights and laws that I absolutely believe in. And so for all those out there that are, are doing the whole podcasting thing and you're talking about, uh, you know, fixing a justice system or getting things right or being on the right side, you need to reevaluate. The people that believe in it most are the people you're talking down about. The people who actually are true believers in truth and justice are not the people you're trying to placate. The people you're trying to placate are really the fascist totalitarians who don't care about either truth or justice. So just a little side rant 
it's uh, one of those things that uh, that's what gets me through work a lot is listen to a lot of these things and it gets very agonizing and I just want to start screaming and yelling and then I realize that everybody's either going to think I have a mental condition or, or something's badly wrong if I start just yelling uh, while I'm at work so um, it is it's very hard and I want you know I, I want to be able to enjoy things without that and fine even if you don't buy in just leave it out but if you really want to make a change um, there are a lot of people on the on the right that you're just not talking to and you could find a lot of help there so anyway that's going to be it for today's episode for the Tuesday I will be back Friday and I'm sure it will be with a plethora of insanity and more of this terrible terrible script that we're having to live through right now um, I think Friday we're going to talk about some of the, uh, I think we're up to 42, maybe up to almost 50 executive orders now in the first uh, little over a week. So we're going to discuss a lot of that and what is going on. But please, please remember the best way to help us out is to subscribe and rate. The review doesn't matter. Uh, write whatever you want. Tell me what your favorite color is. That part doesn't matter. The rating helps. And if you want to send a message, let me know that you're listening. Let me know what you think. Good, bad, indifferent. It doesn't matter. Get me directly on Facebook at Eric's America Pod, all one word, all lowercase, or the same, Eric's America Pod at Gmail. All of it comes directly to me, and I will respond because, well, there's nobody else to respond. It's just me here. So do that, please. Uh, help us out, and we will move up the charts, and hopefully, hopefully, uh, Things will improve drastically and we'll keep fighting no matter what happens. We're going to keep fighting. Uh, Friday, we'll be talking about the court packing that they're wanting to get started on and many other things. But until Friday, just remember, it's no agenda, just America.